a brand identity has many elements. One of these important elements is the language you use when you express your brand in the written word, in the materials you deliver, and even in your body language. And let me ask you this too, is your team doing the same? Are they using the language that you want to express your brand? So how do you stay clear with the brand and stay true to the brand and keep your team members true to the brand when it comes to the way you speak your brand story? We're going to unpack all of that in just a minute. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation. Thank you for being here for yet another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe. And we are in the middle of a brand styling series. How do you build your brand identity? And the series is composed of five episodes, and this is the third of the five. And today we're going to talk about how do you speak your brand identity? How do you speak your brand story? What is the language you use when you are really trying to convey the elements of your brand, express it to the world, and, and, and how you want to stand out, right? So it's going to be really interesting to see this piece of brand identity. But before I get started, I just want to say thank you to my super awesome producer, Rick Moscoso, who's always here in the production room making everything happened. Thank you for being here, Rick, and making this production possible. And thank you to you for joining us for another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe and being here to hear about this brand identity process, right? The brand building process. Today, we're going to focus in on that clear language that you use when you express your brand. So where is this language used, right? You use language verbally and non-verbally a lot in your brand. Um, the very basic way that we use language is, you know, the written word on our website, the written word in our social media, the written word in the deliverables and the material we put out to the world. So those things, everything in the that we put out has to express and align with our brand. And even more interesting than that is the idea that we have this other these other ways of communicating that should align with our brand as well. So I'd love for, I don't know if Rick is ready to come up here, but Rick, I'd love for you to come up here and kind of tell talk to me about, um, you know, this language, how you've seen language impact brand and brand uh, stories and the way people really express their brand. You know, there's negative ways people have used language and, <laughs> and there's positive ways, right? And so we always wanna stay aligned with the brand and stay positive so that we can really put out ourselves in our best light as a, as a company. So tell me your take on this idea of language and the written word or nonverbal expression when it comes to, you know, a company standing out with its brand and staying aligned with it. 
Well, I, I believe that um, your nonverbal brand, like you said, whether it's a written word in a blog or on your website or in marketing materials, is just as important as your spoken brand. Like when you're having a conversation or you're listening to a live stream, like like you are here, yeah. Um, it's 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 super super important. And if you have a team of people, it's even more important. So that you've communicated to them that your messaging is is the same. It's consistent. Um, it's um, no matter what, no matter who you're talking to, they're speaking the same story, so to speak. Right? Um, I've I've seen this discontinuity um in in a number of places of business uh let's let's take uh phone stores for example who are selling the same service whether it's an at&t store or a, a verizon store or whatever um i have a friend in fact he's been on the on the show who does this exactly because the messaging is disconnected and you could have a store over here in Mission Viejo. You could have a store in Newport Beach, and they're not speaking the same story. They're not speaking the same brand. The, the messaging is not consistent. And so what he does is he goes into these franchises like that and makes sure that there's continuity in the messaging, continuity in what you're communicating. So no matter where which store you go to, it's the same thing, right? It's the same feel. It's the same look. It's the same message. And so whether you're a solopreneur or an entrepreneur that has, uh, you know, many people working with you on your team, it's it's just as important as the spoken word in a video. Yeah, and so that's very interesting because you bring up franchises, and that's exactly right. That what distinguishes franchises is that they hopefully have set processes in place where you know their store on one side of the country is doing the same thing as a store in the other side of the country that's you know they pay attention to that they generally should and do pay attention to that and that's what you hope for if you're really staying on brand when it comes to a smaller company you know that's not necessarily a big franchise it's even that that sometimes you forget to pay attention to that so i i think that's a really great example so the idea of the franchise and what people companies owners tend to do, especially if they are thinking about franchising, is they document their processes, they document their steps, they document how they do things so that if they were to franchise or have multiple locations or have other people going out and speaking on their behalf, that that these people have been trained in how they conduct the brand. Right. Right. I mean, that's I've seen that done with lots of success, especially even with small companies. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's, it's almost like a an SOP, right? Your your standard operating procedures and how you talk about the brand and um, what the what the goals and objective are in the way you speak. It, it resonates um, uh, no matter if it's you as as the CEO or you know, one of your other people, um, it's very important to have the same consistent messaging and same consist same consistent tone of messaging uh, throughout your whole company. Yeah. And it comes down, I do believe, and this is sort of the basics of creating this, everything really in the brand, the core values, right? <clears throat> How you, what your core values are can dictate how you act with people, how you react to people, how you take people through the customer journey. <clears throat> and so it really does what you say and what you do, and whether it be verbal or nonverbal, the way you're communicating, even I'm, I'm even going to cover body language. Sometimes even mm -hmm. body language can matter, right? Because that's a non- yeah 
nonverbal way of communicating, <clears throat> all that has to really resonate with who you are as a company and what your core values are and what you stand for, right? If you are supposed to be a child, a, a, you know, if you cater to children, like you have a, a gym for children, but you hire somebody that doesn't like children, <laughs> then and they can't really connect with children, then you you're that there's a miscommunication there, right? That's not gonna work. That's sort of that is a form of communication. And that's even though it's not like a spoken piece of language, it's a way of communicating, it's a way of expressing how you treat the client and how your your brand is perceived. So that is just as important as something you say, wouldn't you think? Oh yeah, absolutely absolutely. That's uh you hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So gotta be you gotta know who you are as a brand that gets informed by your values, your core values, and you got to know what you stand for as a founder of a company. And you have to be able to communicate that to your team, whether it's by documenting processes, processes, whether it's by training people, whether it is by having them shadow you, but you have to find a way to 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 ingrain in them what you stand for and who you are. Um, so I, I just think that, you know, this is such a big part of the brand because like brand is all about what your voice is like out there and mm -hmm. what how you how you look to the world and how you attract your ideal client. Yeah. So you have to have that in play. Yeah. And I think and I, th yeah, I think this is one of your other topics that you're going to speak about later on. Uh, but your the way you're uh, you communicate your brand language also can reflect on the overall customer service that the person might experience. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I mean, again, you know, it really has so much to do with the culture, the company culture. If you are, you know, if your target market is an ultra conservative crowd, you want to make sure that the team understands that and knows how to communicate with that crowd if you're if you're um if your your target market is is children you want to put people in place that understand children and are um, equipped to you know talk to them and communicate with them so it's it is a very you know it's more than just the words that you put out there in your deliverables or whatnot but it is a big part i mean you know when it comes to the written language you see that in materials that you deliver you know you put out to people um and it's not you know sometimes images can be what how you're communicating so that's another mm -hmm. thing right mm -hmm. um and having images that resonate with your target audience and that are powerful are really good. And by the same token, sometimes they can be negative or they can be the wrong message. So it's, 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 it's important to think about, um, it's important to think about your communications as more than just words that yeah. everything qualifies that you put out there into the world. Right. And, and the, the mistake that I see a lot of people make is that, they intermix their brand language with their personal platform, right? Yeah. And so what I mean with that by that is that, okay, you have a certain brand image that you promote on Facebook or on Instagram, right? That reflects everything that you're doing, reflects your core values. Um, and uh, I, I will see an intermix of personal stuff, like you're out in Vegas, you know, having partying with with the boys or with the girls and having a good time, but that image is totally disconnected from your 
professional image that you're trying to uh, portray. So, you know, simple things like that. You just want to make sure that you keep them separate. Here's your personal profile. Here's your professional profile. Just keep them separate and try not to intermix it because because that message, that inadvertent message may be um, may turn down a potential person that sees something like that, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I totally, it totally makes sense. It's also, here's another trap that I see companies fall into because now we're in this, you know, the the this era of social media and it's really important, you know, like Instagram has become a really important platform for businesses to connect and connect with their target audience. But sometimes a mistake I see people do when they're not managing their own accounts mm they'll hire independent contractors. So this is not necessarily a team member. They'll, they'll hire independent contractor to manage an account. And while they might be doing a fantastic job of growing the, the audience, perhaps they might not be speaking the brand the way the founder has, you know, um, thought about speaking the brand, right. Or thinks about it. Um, and I see this a lot in sort of, um, uh, the cosmetics, like a, like a medical cosmetics, where you've got, um, you know, there's this culture around kind of um, sexualizing some of the pictures. But if you're not in that arena and you have somebody that works with them putting that kind of stuff on your site, then, you know, it's not it's not connecting. It's like, oh, oh my gosh, that's not my brand. Why are they saying things like that? You know? Right. So I've seen that done happening a lot. Have you seen anything or do you have any thoughts on that? Oh, that's a great, no, that's a great example because yeah, I, I, I see it too. And that's yeah. where you have to be very careful uh, when you are hiring a third party, you know, um, person to handle your social media. You, you need to make sure that they have, they have clear parameters to be working from clear messaging to be working from and uh and and a clear direction and how to how to promote your your brand Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and so that's so that brings me to this really important point that as a founder of a company it's the onus is on you to set that right tone right it's the onus is on you to educate your team members put processes in place that will educate your team members when you hire a third party to manage part of your business they need to be educated on what your brand is about and what your values are um and the onus is on the founder i mean you are the 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 person who has the vision and has established the core values and unless you communicate it can't really blame a third party who comes in and doesn't understand you um for doing something that isn't aligned with the brand yeah yeah yep such, I mean, it is such a, it's like a, such an important topic. So the first thing that you think about when you are really talking, thinking about your clear languaging for your brand, right, is um, that there is an art to the spoken word and, and communication with your target market isn't just about the words that you speak when you're interacting with them. It's not just about, um, you know, something that you write on your website, material you write and copy, but that is also definitely a part of it. It's also about what you're saying on camera. If you're on video, if you have a podcast, like, are you aligned with your brand in these different ways of communicating to your sphere of influence? Are you doing that? That is really important. Are you staying aligned with your core values, right? So, because the spoken word um, could come or the communication that you put out there, the way you speak your brand can come in different forms, be it, you know, you're speaking it, you're writing it, you're putting in materials, you're <clears throat> putting on your social media, you're pushing out photography that communicates a certain thing. 
your body language, the way you interact with people. That's another form of, of communication. All those things have to really be, speak to who you are and what you stand for. And they can't be inconsistent with that. That's the key thing here, right? So there, all these forms, deliverable materials, social media marketing, um, your communication. Let's talk a little bit about the nonverbal communication. Body language, the, the thing that most people, I think, underestimate so much. We had a whole episode on body language and how that comes through on the camera. But, you know, simple things when it comes to body language, like your handshake, right? When you're first meeting somebody and you're, you know, you're getting to know them, they might be a potential client, a potential partner, a potential colleague, and you first meet them and that handshake is like the first interaction you have with somebody. And I have a thing with handshakes. It's like, you know, you want to have a handshake that's firm and confident because people want to work with people who are confident and you don't want to have a a handshake that's too strong that, you know, you're going to crack the hand of your, the person you're shaking hands with. So it's really about that balance, right? A firm, confident handshake that lets people know that you have presence, that you're confident what you do, you're showing up confidently. That's a, a big part of, um, of, of body language when it comes to business and having a brand and really communicating um, your ways of doing business. The other one is eye contact. You know, people uh, people don't make eye contact kind of like it, it, it alarms you a little bit, right? I mean, you don't want to be fixed in a straight stare the whole time, but you know, those kind of uh, quick glances um, for eye contact that get people to connect is really, really important as well. And I am a proponent that smiling is a really great way to let people know that you are inviting, that you're welcoming, that you want to talk to them. I never really understood, and I don't know, Rick, if you have any thoughts on this, I never really understood people who just didn't smile. And I understand you can't be like walking around smiling all the time, but you know, that communication with people uh, where you're not talking, but you're actually using body language. Rick, do you have a, uh, any thoughts on that? The smile, the handshake, you know, the eye contact as nonverbal ways to communicate. Oh, you're muted. <laughs> you are absolutely right. I mean, it, it comes across in um, in video pro- production that, that I do, right? And And if you may have your story spot on, Right, that that you're speaking and that you're trying to communicate, but if you're doing it with a scowly face, with n- with no emotion on your face, then you know there's a there's a discontinuity in your messaging, and so every little thing like that. I know, I mean, I I typically don't smile unless I'm 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 smiled at or there's something to smile about. Yeah. I mean, my, my resting face isn't that smiley, bubbly type of type of personality and everyone's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's funny how much a smile can break the ice, right. how, how you can put the other person across the table or maybe on a zoom window or something like that um, at ease and make yourself more welcoming to their ideas, their concerns, uh, whatever the discussion is. So you're, uh, you're, you're, your, your sm- your body language as far as your face is concerned you know is is extremely important extremely important yeah no and it's true you can't have a constant smile on your face that wouldn't be real and authentic right it is it's more about 
the appropriate times to do that, of course, and um, and just connecting with people, um, not just verbally, because those little things connect us, and 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 they connect you in business too. People want to do business with people they know are competent, so the handshake becomes very important. Um, the eye contact becomes important, and they want to do business with people that um, are friendly, right? You know, you want to be to some degree friendly so, so that people can relate to you and, and want to spend time with you or communicate with you further. Yeah, there's 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 no question. I mean, even even uh, in, in a still, you know, your facial expression, even in a still photo can yeah. speak volumes to your personality. OK, are you welcoming? Are you somebody that that um that people will want to do business with because you're smiling or you have that confident feel without looking arrogant um so uh your 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 facial demeanor is extremely extremely important so don't uh don't not pay attention to it because that's how people read you initially before they even hear what you have to say true exactly right yeah exactly right so we talked about this, um, you know, just the, the the basic language, the way you speak or write or put out their information that is a, in the written word or spoken word. And we spoke about sort of this nonverbal um, communication mode, which is sort of your body language and how you um, act in that way to communicate. But there's also other things that help you communicate your brand, right? It, there is like your logo. Your logo is a way of communicating your brand. The colors of your brand, the brand colors is another way of communicating your brand. So when designing your logo, think about what you're trying to communicate and um, and the colors, you know, there is a huge uh, there's a huge science behind color psychology. And if there are certain qualities and feelings you want to convey, there are certain kind of colors you want to use in your branding. So that's another thing to think about when you're communicating, another way where you're, you're speaking the brand. So this is, even though our conversation around this was short, right? It's such an important piece of your brand identity. You're building your brand and speaking your brand. Speaking, how do you speak that brand so that people can hear the right messages? So as I wrap up, and I want to put out there that there's a hashtag speak and shine. And Rick, I don't know if I gave you that, but the hashtag for today is hashtag speak and shine. And if you put that in the comments box, then we can get on a call and talk about um, how can you get that message across more clearly in your written word, in your spoken word, and maybe even talk about um, how to train your team to do that? Because that's usually the biggest uh, thing that I see companies miss because they are they love their brand. They built this vision. They understand it. They know how to communicate it. But are they telling their team members, are they educating their team members with how to speak the brand? So hashtag speak and shine, put it in the ha in the comments and let's talk about how you can better equip your team to speak your brand and how you can do that even better. So the Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap-Up boils down to this. The main takeaway here is that Everything that you put out there can qualify as a way of you communicating and speaking your brand. 
it doesn't just have to be in your words that you say and the way you talk. It is the words that you say. It's the written copy on your website. It's the written copy on your deliverables that you send out. It's your business card. It's all those things. It's all the social media you put out there, all the posts that you do, the pictures. Those are all ways of communicating, and that's how you speak your brand. So think about it like that. Uh, a tip to really consider is you want to educate your team members and the people that work for you, whether a third party, independent contractor, or team, what your core values are and how you like to represent your brand. You can't blame them for misspeaking on the brand if you have not educated them on what you stand for. So that's something really to pay attention to. Um, a great tool to think about when you are, um, you know, working on speaking your brand is, you know, I think that in this episode right here, we've really outlined the four or the, the, the three forms of what communication looks right, like, right? Um, the the uh, deliverable materials, the way you speak your brand, the way you, um, the copy on your, on your site, the copy on all the materials you put out there. And of course, even like your logo and everything else. So those you know, go through the, this episode and see if, um, and, and kind of look at those categories and study them and see where you might be able to work a little bit stronger to be able to speak your brand a little bit more loudly in the way that it's more aligned with your brand. And finally, an action item. Honestly, I think that the biggest misstep I see with companies is they don't educate their team enough about how they want to be perceived or how they want to communicate their message. So I would say action item, go make a go make a list of all the things that are your core values that you want your team members to be able to understand deeply and then teach them how to communicate your brand. So there you have it. Waste Up Wardrobe, a weekly wrap up there. And I will see you next Thursday at 1130 for another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe and um, bring a friend. 